Welcome back to Primetime KC. Boy, do we have a big episode today. Um, one of the busiest the days in, or I guess you could say weeks, for an episode that we've had since we started the podcast. Uh, so let's go ahead, not beat around the bush, get straight into it. We haven't talked about the Royals since football started, and that's for good reason, but a big move happened before we started recording today. The Royals have fired uh, President of Baseball Operations, former general manager Dayton Moore. Boys, this this was the one. This was the one that I never thought it was going to happen, but I'm so happy it finally did. This is yeah. the first tipping block. That's all I'm going to say. Well, and I mean, I think it definitely is. John Sherman himself said that I think there will be more changes. Yeah. Um because I don't think he wants to get soundbited saying like, oh, we're going to stick with what we got and then fire yeah. people. So I think that was an interesting message that he sent. I mean, I think firing Dayton with him at the press conference. Um, that was so awkward. I mean, come on. He yeah, didn't well, have I to mean, be there. He... he chose to be there, which was yeah, awkward but classy. It was a classy move to do. He wanted to get his like proper goodbyes. In. And I mean, look. As much as Dayton Moore has sucked, he's been at the organization for a long time. And, I mean, it. we had a 30-year period where we were shit, and he pulled us out of that one. Yeah. So, you know, he at least deserves a little bit of revenants. But, yeah, man, I mean, it's fun to laugh at because the state of the team at the moment is very bad. This is a relief. Yeah, and they said, John Sherman, I think, said today that they come into this year wanted this to be, they viewed this as, an around 500 team uh, in the Royals. And it just wasn't even near that clearly three weeks into the season. You could tell this was going to be a, tr- a horrific baseball team um, and that this move was needed. I want to ask you guys, though, why do you think they didn't wait till the end of the season to do this? Do you think it was the comments on Sunday where Dayton responded to that the athletic article where he said that he wasn't disappointed in where the team was? I mean, what do you guys think? Why would they do German. it? Sherman said it's because they want JJ to get a head start. But but how much do you believe that? Like, I guess I that believe, makes sense. I believe extent. I believe it to an extent because it allows JJ to start building up a list. Because think about this: if we fire Dayton as the season ends, yes, it's only what a two week difference. But still, when you look at it, I feel like those two weeks are two crucial weeks where. You can start looking at the draft prospects that you think will help the team. You can start looking at free agents. You can start interviewing managers because damn well no, we're not having Mike Matheny next year. Probably not. No. And to add on to that, I don't know if you guys saw, but did you guys see Mike Matheny will be the manager for when the MLB goes to Korea? Interesting. For the really? USA team? Nope, it's just MLB. It's going to be like all-stars, they say, but I feel like it's going to be like scrubs. But still, people are like, well, if they're doing that, then I wonder if Dane Moore really is going to stay. But after today's press conference, I'm going to go with no. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Jackson. No, I was just saying, like, it's as much as, like, this is a great day for the organization, like, I do think. Um, and, you know, I think he's going to get a lot of hate today, but I do want to just put it out there that he, like John said, did get us two pennants, got us to a World Series in 1-1. Um, so there's a lot to be thankful for, for what he did. And still people within the organization, uh, like Salvi, you know, just guys like that, that he was able to bring in. So there's a lot of, a lot of things that Dayton did well for this organization. Yeah. Um, and like, I think, I don't think that can be understated. Like he has been a, an, an since he, everything before, or sorry, everything 
uh, with and after him trading uh, Wade Davis for Jorge Soler has been an absolute shitstorm mess. Mm-hmm. But having said that, you know, before that, he was kind of looked at as someone that was kind of changing the way that people looked at the baseball landscape. I mean, mm-hmm. there's the teams that people talk about right now, the Rays, the Astros, the Indians to some extent. You know, that was us for a little bit. Um, and, I mean, it, it did kind of pass Dayton by. Um, yeah. But it, 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 it there is something big to be said that, you know, we were that team. We won 96 games or 95 games or whatever and won a World Series. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I've I've been very negative with him in the recent days, but I don't I don't want to completely slander him because he deserves extreme credit for what he did, hundred percent. Now the question I want to ask you guys though is, do you think that Pacoyo is too lateral of a move? Like, are we actually distancing ourselves? Are we going to get the same thing? Um, <clears throat> he's been Dayton's like top lieutenant for sixteen. That's years. That's what I was going to bring up. Is I'm worried that we're just going to go down the same loop. Yeah, that I mean, we did with Dayton. I've Which I mean, if, if it brings us a World Series, then I'm not going to be upset. You know, I've seen this I complaint, mean, and I've seen people with this logic, like logic of thinking, and I understand that. But at the end of the day, he is his own person. He is, you know, he's done things in this organization that people really haven't gotten to see. Uh, but he brought in like guys like Drew Saylor, um, who have been, you know, he was the minor league manager of the year in 2018. That was a Piccolo brought. Is it Piccolo? I don't know. Uh, but Picoyo. Picoyo brought him in. Like, there are certain things like that that J.J. has done behind the scenes. And, look, he's been behind Dayton since he was 21 years old. So there's definitely a long-lasting relationship there. But there's also, uh, obviously, qualities about him that we I'll be interested to see how he handles things compared to Dayton. Um, I don't think it's a horrific move. I don't think it's, like... I don't. I don't dislike the move. I'll say that I. I'm willing to give JJ a chance to see how he does on his own without Dayton yeah. overlooking him. And regardless, I think like the big thing that I'm looking for is like a change in approach. I mean, yeah. I. I don't think I don't want to see us doing the exact things that we're doing. Mainly, like the thing that everyone wants that will make everyone happy is if we just fire everyone that's been responsible for overseeing our pitching development and replace them with a bunch of new people because i don't think you could have done a worse job but i think there was an argument to be made that if brady singer daniel lynch chris bubich pretty much any of them played for tampa bay played for cleveland um at they would probably be in a much better position right now um and yeah it's just it's really frustrating that it's even gotten this bad um this the the whole crux of this thing was that the narrative coming into this year was that we'd be 500 or close to it. Mm-hmm. Close, I mean, we weren't we weren't miles from it last season. Um, and the things that we've needed to turn turn over for us absolutely have not. Um, so yeah, I mean, you just have to see Pacoyo do things to create a different result. Um, so that's really what it comes down to for me. Is I mean, look, I'm willing to give him a shot, but if it's more of the same, then it's going to be a little frustrating. I don't I think he's on the. I don't think he's on a leash that a completely new general manager would be on. As in, I think if in the next two to three years things aren't much, is considerably better, then he would be gone. I I don't yeah. I, I do think there is more pressure on him since he's already been in the organization. Since you know, look, he wasn't a John Sherman, and that's what I've you know been telling people is, look, John Sherman didn't pick Dayton Moore, he didn't pick JJ, he didn't pick Matheny, he didn't pick Eldridge. None of these guys 
are John Sherman's guys. And when you're an owner and none of these guys were the guys that you brought in and you inherited, there's no there's no reason for you to keep them. There's no, like, I, I guess what the word I'm trying yeah. to look for is like, oh, well, I had this guy, you know, I brought him in. It looks bad if I fire him. No, it doesn't look bad if you fire him because it wasn't your guy. Uh, so I do think there's a little bit shorter of a leash since he's been within the organization. Um, but, but I don't think John Sherman would fire Dayton Moore just to hire somebody or just to keep somebody that is basically yeah. the same. I don't think he would do that. That's See, that's the thing about it is that, like, it, it doesn't really – like, honestly, if I had to say, I would say that the leash with Pacoyo is, like, the, the regular length. I mean, we pretty much promoted him to baseball – or, sorry, to general manager – and created president of baseball operations, like because we we didn't want to lose him mm-hmm. to another team. So he's obviously like a legitimate, you know, name when in general manager candidate discussions when there's an opening. Um, so I mean, I we were we could have easily just as easily fired him and Dayton. Um, mm-hmm. So keeping him, I think, kind of has to say like this is the guy you're going with. This, this isn't some like who we'll see if it works out because I mean. And the situation Pacoyo would get if it was a 29 other teams would be like you described. So I, in an ideal world would see that it's um, a little bit different. Um, but once again, if, if he does, you know, keep the people around that we don't want to keep around, then I will definitely argue in a different direction for that. There's just no way he keeps Eldred and Maffini around. There's just no way. Um, no, I mean, to that, be honest, right? I was going to I, I think, uh, whatchamacallit, Sherman's not going to really care what JJ says. He's going to fire Dayton. Oh, not Dayton. Uh, Matheny. I think Matheny is gone, yeah. 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 Which is fine. Well, I'm Look, interested to see like, when, what happens. Think about it, like, when in sports, in, like, any sport, like, you go to the NFL, if a general manager is fired, how often is that head coach kept? Not very often. Not very often. Not very often. It, it's very rare in specific cases that that happens. Andy Reid. Um, it can happen, yeah, like Andy Reid. But, again, not something you see very often. Uh, so we'll see. You know, I don't I don't expect him to be back. I don't expect really any. Outside of Zumwalt, I don't expect maybe like Grafal. I don't expect many of the guys to be back. The thing about Dayton is he was very loyal. He was loyal to a fault with his guys. Uh, I doubt JJ is going to care about those guys. They're not his guys. They're, and, you know, yeah. he's got a, he's got a, it's a business. I, and what John Sherman said today that I think was the most important thing that I heard is he thinks that the Royals need to use more data and analytics. They need to use the data more. They use, they need to look at that stuff more. They haven't been utilizing it as much. I, I don't feel like he says that if he doesn't believe JJ is going to do that. So I, yeah, I do and, think that that's really, uh, I'm really excited about that. And look, I'll go ahead and say it. Like the analytic that I want to see us put less emphasis into is um, religious affiliation. <laughs> um, look, I this is some terrible—not terrible, but this is some low-quality uh, statistics here. But like, some guy went through like every single draft pick in the first ten rounds of the MLB draft, and like picked whether or not they have like a. A, whether or not their social media mentions Christianity, and then to a further step, whether or not their social media is, like, passionately Christian. Uh-huh. Um, I think there was, like, no other team drafted more than 20% passionately Christian and, like, 30% presently. Uh-huh. The Royals, it was, like, 65% had a mention and, like, 
45% had, like, or it was all up it. And, wow. like, I don't know if you guys know, but, like, I also have, like, Cal Eldred's Twitter account. I Like, that's a thing. Like, it exists. And it's, like, a tweet every year. And it's, like, I'm just going to say it. It's, it's like, Bible quotes and stuff. Like, I, I, there is a correlation that I cannot ignore that, like, you, in Dayton Moore's version of the Royals, like, you are given more, more patience and more priority if you are, if you are strongly Christian. And once again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong being strongly Christian. I'm just saying the Royals need to figure out where their priorities stand because clearly this whole being a good person, you know, a, a person first, a player second thing is nice in theory. It's not, it's not, it's not possible in baseball. It's, it's not, you want your guys to be very outstanding citizens. Fine. But you have to understand that like, this is a talent driven league this is a results league. You can have yeah. the nicest team in the league. We've probably had the nicest team in the league for the last decade. It doesn't matter. And so, like like I said... And if anything, there's a reverse relationship between talent and <laughs> amount of Christianity, which evidently the Royals have been have been weighing too hard. I mean, I, I truly think that's like an actual problem with the team. Isn't mm-hmm. that's that's what's being that is given way too high of a variable weight in comparison to you know actual baseball skill. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited about the future. Um, hopefully, in the next few weeks, we have some more news to talk about with them. And then I know Sherman said he'd like to bring in two uh, veteran starting pitchers this offseason. So I'm I'm interested to see what happens. I freaking please for the first please. time in a while. I'm actually pretty excited about it. Um, yeah. Before we get Sorry, into football, uh, before we get Sorry, into football, I just wanted to ask yeah. on the end of the Royals. Yeah. Um, like, does this guy's does this put Sean Sherman in like a positive category for you guys? Like, do you think that not yet? This is, okay, because I he is not for me either. Not Jackson, yet. Yeah. Okay, not yeah. yet. That's what I figured. He he and does get put into a. I I don't know what category it is, but I'm. I would have lost complete hope if he didn't do this. If he waited another, if he let, if he kept everybody around for next year, I would have been hopeless. So I guess there's at least a little bit of hope in him now. But yeah, and uh, I'll make sure this doesn't drag too long because I know we have NFL after. But like the context of this, like I've been a major uh, hater of the downtown stadium. Yeah, like all of this is related to that. Like, it is when when the Royals don't succeed, John Sherman isn't saying like oh team's bad he's saying like oh if this team isn't good i can't move the team downtown well think about so. how much how much money him and his investors have lost since taking over the royals when you talk about the covid year i lost a ton of money uh and in the last two years they've been so bad that they haven't really been selling tickets much they're losing more money so i mean this was a money yeah. thing for sure yeah and i mean while you say it though like and exactly it is a money thing because the crux of the whole thing is Growing your investment, and the the way John Sherman sees that investment growing is moving the team downtown. Which look, obviously that's the approach that any manager is going to take. But look, if he's willing to start spending and make us a better yeah. baseball team in order to move downtown, I'm fine with that. Exactly. If that's, if that's what that's it takes, let's do it. That's the thing, and that's that's what I think is I think people should think that there's probably more pressure than ever on the Royals ownership to get their pocketbooks out mm-hmm. because they have goals that they want to accomplish. This year has been more evidence than ever that they can't accomplish those goals with a bad baseball team. Um, yeah. And, yeah. We'll see. It's going to be an interesting period. 
Uh, the other two things before we move on in baseball, Pujols is at 698 uh, with about two, two weeks left, so it's going to be close with him. Hopefully he gets Hopefully it. He can get there. Yeah. I've, seen, uh, I've seen that if he's at 699, uh, there's been a debate if you should just throw him like a puff ball. You should just throw him like a meatball. No, because no, 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 count, no, no, no. it will count in the postseason. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It oh, does. okay. So well, then, well got, still, got, eh, you know. For, for career home runs, it should count in the postseason. It does. Is it that what they're counting? Yeah, they're counting career home runs. I don't I don't think it has to be regular season. Oh. And then uh, Judge is at 60. He needs 62, right, to be the um, yeah. single-season leader that didn't take steroids. So uh, To just be like – I think 62 is just like the American League. Oh, it might be American. Yeah, I know Bonds hit 73. Bonds hit 73. So he's obviously the all-time leader, but he was also obviously on steroids. So those are some other headlines in baseball, but there's not much else there. All right, let's get into football because uh, that is ultimately the season we're in. Uh, before we move into the NFL real quick, let's just give a quick prediction for Mizzou versus Auburn this week. Auburn's quarterback, TJ Finley, is out. I- I'm not going to lie. This game could have a huge impact on the future of Aliyah Drinkwitz in Missouri. Yes, it, it absolutely could. Look, I mean, when anybody's quarterback's out, you look at it as a winnable game, right? Yeah. I mean, even in college, Auburn's not a juggernaut this year. By They're any terrible. Um, at, the, at the same time, Zoo got absolutely ran out of the building by a team that lost to Tulane at home last week. Um. Because I was a big proponent of K-State being really good. I didn't watch that game. I won't shit on K-State. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I think Mizzou was pretty bad. And we didn't really take care of Abilene Christian very nicely. No. Um, no. Having said that, you are absolutely right. Because, look look down the schedule. Um, like, basically, if we want to make a bowl, we have to beat these guys. I, I don't have any hope we're going to beat Tennessee, Kentucky, no. uh, Florida. And even if we beat South Carolina... That still puts us at five and seven, assuming that we beat New Mexico State um, and Vandy and Vanderbilt. Yeah. So this is a big game. Yeah. Um, I'll I, say this: you cannot I, lose K State style. If you lose K State style again, there's yeah. going to be problems. You, you gotta show something. You gotta and show honestly, up. Like, you have to show up. I I I would like to say you gotta go win this shit. Like seriously. Honestly, it would be a very important win if you could get it. And if you win, look, a win at Auburn, they're as vulnerable as they've ever been. They're bad. Their quarterbacks are, like, Their coach, I I saw the meme, is like, you know, how we got Mullen fired and we've gotten all these other guys fired. We could be, I mean, because Mizzou's so bad that if you lose to them, you get fired. Uh, But, you know, this, this could be it for him if he loses this game. He's on a very hot seat at Auburn. Yeah, yeah, absolutely he is. So. But at the end of the day, man, it's Mizzou. Like, come on. Yeah, it is Mizzou. I, right? I that's, have, what, that's what it is. That's that's what makes it hard for me to even like get my hopes up for this game. Um, I want to believe I really do, um, but I don't. I got on. Yeah. Josh, anything? I, I'll say this. Uh, what should I call it? Mizzou. I. <sighs> I don't know really what to think of Auburn, if I'm going to be honest. But whatchamacallit, I agree this is kind of a big game for Drinkwitz, but I mean, have you seen our team? We're going to lose. 
Like, I don't think this should be the game to Auburn, decide. Though? Auburn's not very good. I don't think... If Auburn's, if Auburn's not good, then... Oh, I don't know, dude. I mean, they're only seven-point favorites at home. At home, so I mean, it's more like a four-point favorite yeah, if you're so at Mizzou. That's, that's the thing that's like... We were and bigger dogs at K-State. If they're sucking, then they won't be. There won't be fans to really move the line. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna Auburn, be honest. Everyone's, uh, everyone at the beginning of the year was Brady Cook's answer. I'm like, he's not. I can just tell. I don't first think anybody thought he was gonna be elite. I just think people thought he Brady would be Cook decent. Said he could cook. I mean, I thought Brady Cook was gonna be okay. I thought he'd be decent. For I didn't us. It. If you can't beat fucking army, then you don't know. <laughs> And my question, too, is why isn't Tyler Macon getting any, like, reps? He's not even quarterback, too. That's the scary part to me. I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. But, I mean, Sam Horn should be getting consideration. Yeah, okay. See, I agree with that. And I know that freshman quarterbacks can be rough, but what the hell is the point of the red shirt with Sam Horn? He didn't get redshirted. That's the fucking, that's the worst. That's the worst part. Well, I mean, he didn't get. He hasn't played four games, so. Like, he's dressing. He's dressed. Yeah, but he hasn't like, played four games, so I mean, technically, he still is redshirting. Like it, if he can't be better than Brady Cook, like, is he even good? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what is going on. But there's a lot of questions. There is a lot of questions. If we lose in bad fashion this weekend, like, I'm, I'm gonna be a bit hostile. I I'll am. say that, I mean, they've got to, got to, got to get Luther Burden touches early in this game. The K-State game, he didn't touch the football until the fourth quarter. That's unacceptable. When you're Missouri and you have one five-star on the fucking roster, you have to get him touches. Every, he needs to touch the ball every fucking quarter. There's no excuse for him not to touch the ball once a quarter at least. It's ridiculous that what happened in the K-State game. It can't happen again. He needs to get touches early because he's your most dynamic playmaker. By far, it's not even close. So get him, I don't care if it has to be a jet sweep, punt returns, whatever it has to be, get him involved. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, he's clearly our most effective weapon on offense. Our run game isn't particularly good. Nope. Our pass game is terrible. Um, find a way to get Luther Bird in the <laughs> ball and hope the defense can carry us. Uh, I still got Auburn. Yeah, I, I do too. But I mean, I, I just want to see us show up, honestly. Uh, if we if we are tight, if we play it tough, at least we'll have something, you know. Because after this week, we're gonna get beaten by a hundred by Georgia, so you, you might want to get a more. At least it's at six thirty, dude. At least it's not at eleven. Yeah, and then one of those dumb shit. My buddies want me to come down for reverse Georgia. I'm like, I would not want to spend money on a ticket to go watch that shitty ass program lose a maybe the national champion. You because say it, I, man, but your alternatives are watching us lose to a worse team at eleven a.m. No, Vandy. You could go to the I Vandy just, game. I just don't think I'm going out of Missouri. I don't think it's time. I don't think it's time for this the year. The Vandy game and then the New Mexico State game. Those are both probably games you could win. And then Kentucky and Arkansas. I would not do Arkansas, but maybe Kentucky. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and move on to NFL football because it's that time for another week of picks. Week two is in the books. We didn't really get to recap Chiefs versus Chargers week two, but this is coming out like a week later, so there's nothing we can say that you haven't heard when we get to that game with the Chiefs and Colts. We'll talk about it. Uh, but let's go ahead and, Josh, give us an update on Lock of the Week and Underdog of the Weeks between all of us. Uh, we all are Jackson's 2-0 Lock of the Week, John lost Lock of the Week, and I won Lock of the Week. 
And John and Jackson, you both won underdog of the week, and I lost my underdog of the week. So season standings. You, Trevor Lawrence. Season standings, two and zero for Jackson, leading lock of the week. Me and John at one and one. Everyone's one and one at underdog of the week. John, I don't care if you want to go first or second. It's up to you. I'll go second. I don't think we can. All righty, guys. Let's go ahead and start it. Thursday night football. We've got a very, very shitty game. The Pittsburgh Steelers go to Cleveland to take on the fucking Browns, who somehow lost that game on Sunday. Don't know how that happened. Cleveland's four-and-a-half-point favorites. Anybody want to bite? Didn't think so. Uh, No, I don't. (laughs) Didn't think so. Uh, Yeah, I don't have much to say on this one. Pittsburgh's obviously very – these two teams are kind of the same. They're very limited at quarterback, except I just think the difference is Cleveland's actually got a running game, and Pittsburgh, even with Najee, doesn't. So I like Cleveland to win this one. I'll take Cleveland. Okay. Um, We go on to Sunday. The Chiefs at the Colts. The Chiefs, five-and-a-half-point favorites in week three. And so when we get to this game, we'll talk a little bit about the Chargers. Um. The Chiefs in the first two weeks, their, like, ass protection has been horrific. Um, I saw, like, a thing, and, I mean, look, these types of graphs are dumb, but, like, the x-axis was, like, PFF grade, and the y-axis was, like, SPN grade, whatever their thing is. Yeah. And, like, uh, the Chiefs' offensive line for pass protection grades were, like, bottom of the barrel. Obviously, look, PFF, we know how we feel about them. Bad. Um... They, they were bad. I mean, Mahomes was running all over the place against the Chargers. Yeah. Um, the Colts' pass rush is apparently really bad. Um, so far, but it's like they haven't had a uh, shit. Shaquille Leonard. Yeah. Is yeah. he back? Uh, I don't well, know, but I don't know. He's also not really that big of a pass rusher. He's more of a cover linebacker. Um, yeah. yeah. Right. I know. I can't realize that too, but yeah. I'm I'm gonna break my rule. Don't, 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 do not. Break it. Don't. Break it. Don't. Don't. Break it. I'm going to break it. I am going to take the Chiefs lock of the week. You you just wanted it, Uh, so shut up, Josh. That's why you got that. I didn't, because I, all playoffs last year, I went against the team. All right, five and a half is an insulting number. The Colts Wait, it's five and a half? Yeah. It's five and a half. Shit, it was six and a half on a... CBS on FanDuel like yeah, this yesterday. is just ridiculous. The Colts are horrible. Matt Ryan looks fifty. Uh, I look, they're gonna play hard this week because they've started so bad and they've been embarrassed. I don't really care. They're not very good. They're so limited. I, I don't see how the Chiefs lose this game at all. Like I'd hate to jinx them like that, but there's just like they play this game a hundred times. The Chiefs should win like ninety-seven times out of a hundred. This is this five and a half. This should be like ten in my opinion. Yeah, dude. I I really would like to think that we'll get it done handily. But what did the what did the Jaguars beat him by? I don't like playing that trans- Yeah, I don't like playing the transitive property game. But yeah. we better be we I mean, look, I think we have the capabilities of just whipping bad teams' ass. Yeah. Like we did that to the we did that to the Cardinals. I think they're going to be a little bit I think they're going to give up. Honest. And the Chiefs with extra rest, I just don't see yeah. this. Every yeah. every sign points to the Chiefs win this game. Every single sign points to that. 
And I mean, look, it, we're taking the donut off because the Chargers were a significantly more difficult opponent. Yeah. Josh, Josh you got some. He's Colts. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. I mean, if we lose this, guys, we're fucked. <laughs> I will say this. Someone was talking to me saying the Chiefs are playing pretty hard pass rushing opponents. And we haven't really been holding Mahomes safe this past two weeks for the most part. For some of it. But this is the week to maybe not give him a rest, but to not have him sacked in moments he doesn't need that he shouldn't be getting sacked. Like, Relax. he's going to get... Yeah, he. It, this should be a more relaxed week for Patrick Mahomes in the pocket. And if it's not, I think that's something to be looking out for in the future because he can't stay health, healthy with all the hits he's taking. So, I got Chiefs. I think this will be a... I'm not going to say a blowout, but I definitely th- got Chiefs by double digits. Feeling it. Uh, wait, before we move on, I did want to ask you guys. Like, are you... Um, let's say, are you upset with the Chargers game? No. Me? Okay, no, I am not. I'm not at all. Josh? Yes. Okay, see, I, I knew you were. Uh, How are you upset with it? What are you upset about? We should have lost. Exactly. If Justin that's Herbert why isn't I'm, hurt, that's if why Justin I'm Herbert isn't hurt, work. See, that's the thing. Okay, I don't like the Justin Herbert isn't hurt thing. He got hurt before he threw the pick six. After, after he threw, he the threw pick it, six, he got right? hurt after the pick six. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was before. I thought it was. I thought he got oh. hurt and then threw it. No, he got hurt what well after that? the pick six. I, I just, like, take issue with, like, okay, so I turned on first take the day after the game. Horrible mistake. Um, and, like, the way they segued out of Chiefs Chargers is who do you think is going to win the AFC, Bills or Chargers? And, like, look, I get the Chargers looked good, but, like, did the Chargers not lose the game? Um, that's, that's the thing is, like, that's why I feel better than, like, I don't understand why it, people don't feel great about it because you literally played worse and won the game. I, I mean, yeah. if you play – if you play like you can, you're going to kick their ass. I mean, they should have beaten you handedly, and they didn't. So Yeah, and they – but they, they the other narrative, too, is just that, like, they missed opportunities, like the, the punts, the, the Brandon Staley being a puss. Yeah. Um, Like, we we did an outside sweep with Miko Hardman on third and one and got stuck. Yeah. Like, don't say yeah, we didn't play calling was shit. Yeah, we missed opportunities, too. Like, I don't get why they're using that as a credit to the Chargers. Yeah, um, and there was plenty of fourth downs that we fucking should have gone for that we punted on. So it's, yeah. you know, it's yeah. stupid, but... It, it is. And the other thing I want to say, too, is even without Keenan Allen, like, that Chargers team is more of a finished product than the Chiefs are. Like, Mahomes doesn't have chemistry with half his wide receivers, uh, and our defense has, like, five, like, rookie or second-year starters. Um, so, like... I, I just think that, like, the fact that the Chargers, like, gotten, like, like a basically a scuffle with us and still lost in week two. Um, yeah, man, I just don't understand how people came out of that sucking off the Chargers. Didn't make I'm not any sucking sense. off the Chargers. I'm not. I'm not saying you are. I'm not saying you are. But I'm, I'm just saying. saying like, it, it wasn't a bad performance, I don't think. I don't, okay, I don't think it was a good performance. Let me say that. I think that's I mean, fair to say. I mean, I think it somewhat look. is, but we beat the we beat the like we we beat our division rivals that are supposed to be like by most people the second best team in the AFC. Like, I I don't and we we didn't play we didn't 
it's not like they fumbled a bunch and they dropped passes for picks. They dropped an interception. They did. Um, yeah, they dropped one pick. Like, and then, of course, like, there were people crying about all the calls. But what's they do that every game that we win. Yeah, I don't know, man. It just seems like if we're gonna say that the Chiefs don't get credit for that, then like take Tom Brady's entire career. <laughs> for real, yeah. Like literally, what did we like? We won the game. That's the thing. Is like, and we won by. We were gonna win by ten. We went into prevent defense. Um, so you know, yeah, like Herbert got hurt late. But we were up 10 by the time that he got hurt. It was, like, over by that point almost. So And second-half defense absolutely bricked the Chargers off. Yeah, they, they played phenomenal. Chris Jones played a phenomenal football game. So Yeah, Chris Jones is absolutely my MVP for that game. He, he wrecked the Chargers offensive line completely. Um, but, yeah, to Josh's point, there are definitely things they have to get better at. There's definitely yeah, sloppiness. Yeah, 100%. There's a ton of things that they have to do better. But... And I think they will. That's the thing. I like. I think they'll improve. I think we're a mm-hmm. team that's like in past seasons will improve as the year goes on. Uh, yep. Well, all right. That's that's the good enough recap of that. And then this week, I think you know. Look, honestly, like I think the Chargers are the toughest game we have until we play Buffalo. So we'll see. Which is, I mean, we play the Bucks next week. Are you kidding me? Which again, I'll never bet against Brady, but the Bucks look like ass. Uh, they have no offensive weapons right now that are worth a shit. Brady looks yeah, pissed off. But they're, they're all going to come back healthy for some fucking reason against the Chiefs. Look, I, like I said, it. I will never bet against Brady because he has a horseshoe stuck up his ass, and people laugh at me for that, and they they keep telling me I'm on the wrong side of these bets. People last week, oh, the Saints have Brady's number. Nope, they fucking don't. Nobody has Brady's number. Nobody has that fucker's number. It just doesn't happen. Everyone week one was like, Dallas plus two and a half at home is a good value. No, it's not because Tom Brady's on the other sideline. It ha- does not matter how bad Tom Brady's team is. You bet on him. It should just be a rule. Um, but oh, okay. moving on. Now just we'll wait till you you can use, save that rant for when you take Bucks minus one. Luckily. Yeah. Texans at Bears. Bears are two and a half point favorites. This might be the dumbest thing I've ever done. Don't. Oh my god. This might be pretty fucking dumb. Here comes Bears minus 2.5. Give me the Texans. I'm shitting. I'm joking with you. Give me the Bears. Bear down. Minus two and a half. Lock of the week. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that that's something. That's something. Wait, any, any, the, any Bears, com- the, Bear, the Bears are at home, right? They are. Okay. Any comment on uh, Mr. Justin Fields' 7 for 11 for 70 yards last week? Any... Any comment? Should have had a touchdown. He should have had a. He should have had two uh, rushing touchdowns. Two. Oh, I guess he had one. That second one was not. You could not even tell. There was no way you could see if he got in the end zone or not. But even then, rushing touchdowns are we really? He threw for seventy fucking yards, Josh. He was terrible. Uh, but yeah, whatever. I know. I really didn't want to do it, and then he said two and a half, and I, and then I don't know why. I always have impulse lock of the weeks, and that's never a good idea. I always have good ones laid out, but then I'm like, fuck it. And you know what? That's going to get me last. And the- Oh, shit. All right. All right. It's all right. Enough bears. Enough bears, because apparently we'll talk about them too much. Uh, next it game. sucked, by the way. Raiders at Titans. Raiders minus two. Raiders are 0-2. <laughs> they it, lost. Dude, it, last week had some of the most unbelievable NFL games, by the way. Literally, like, um, like I, when I tell you that I don't give a fuck about the math with football where it's like a 99% chance to win the game, 
last week was exactly why. Because football is way too random to put into like a mathematical equation. You just can't predict some of the shit. You cannot put into a model what will happen. Um, the Cooper Rush beating the Bengals was like the fourth craziest thing that happened last week. And I called that on this podcast. That's, in, that's the best part about And I called football. it on this fucking podcast. We have actual the, proof. The Jets game, the, the Ravens, Dolphins, and the Raiders, Cardinals were all batshit insane. <laughs> yeah, there's um, nothing crazier than the Jets, Browns last week. That was like the most like... The amount of shit that had to go right, where Cleveland scores the touchdown instead of going down, they proceed to miss the extra point, they then allow a touchdown, they then don't get the onside kick, they then allow another touchdown. How the fuck does that all happen in two minutes? That's only the Browns. Uh, and Nick Chubb, who probably was just didn't want to get DM'd about how people are pissed that he's on yeah. their fantasy team yeah. to go in the end zone. Yep. I mean, hey, it helped me, so I'm not going to complain. Uh, but also, I'll take the Bears. That was what? That was last game. Yeah, that that was. We're I'm Raiders. We already Raiders moved t- on from that we're, one. We're, we're Raiders, Raiders Titans. We're Raiders Cardinals. Sorry, Raiders Titans. I'll, take the, I'll be take the Raiders. I'm gonna take the Titans. Okay. Right. Um. Look, I don't know. Titans look terrible. Let's be honest. They look really, really bad. And it's a good really thing they got. Any fight. It's a good thing they got Malik Willis because Tannehill's <laughs> days are numbered. Um. Man, I, I'm going to have to take the Raiders here. Oh, man, this is tough. But the Raiders should, on paper, beat this team from what we've seen. You never know. But I also gave Derrick Henry the fantasy football curse where I took him in my first round. If I take you in the first round of my fantasy draft, you're going to have a terrible season. Just know that. Um, last year last year was McCaffrey, and I forget... I just know years ago it was like Jamal Charles and he tore his ACL or some shit. It's just know you're screwed, and Derrick Henry is screwed. Uh, so give me Titans, or give me uh, Raiders. I like him in this game. Not touching this line. It's just there's no value in minus two, to be honest. Next game, another noon game. We've got Bills at Dolphins, which looks a lot sexier on paper than it used. Uh, it did at first. Bills are minus six. Yeah. Uh, I almost took the Dolphins underdog of the week, and then I was like, ah, you know what, man? The Bills aren't going to lose this game. <laughs> um, you know, I talk about it like every season, like going into the playoffs, like I thought the Chiefs are the best team. They're yeah. going to have to do some crazy shit to make me think they're better than the, man, the Bills. <laughs> the, the Bills, uh, yeah. The Bills are insane. <laughs> they are an absolute monster of a football team. It's going to get more difficult for them once – Allen starts getting paid next year. Um, but they're in like the uh the honeymoon period of all that and they have a unit. I am definitely not confident that we are gonna beat them for the third. Are we uh, talking about the Bills or the or the, the Bills. uh Bears? The Bills. Bills. The Bills. Bears. <laughs> <laughs> um who's all picked? Uh we have we're both picking Buffalo minus six at Miami. Buffalo minus six at Miami. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bills, and I think the Dolphins get blown out. Wow, it'd be crazy. What I did say on our Twitter though is like I've seen teams like Buffalo before, and they look godly the first few weeks of the year, and they look unbeatable. This was New England multiple times. It just random games they will struggle, and that doesn't mean they're not a great team, but there will be random games that they do struggle in. So I, I don't think they're this unbeatable unit that they look like right now. 
but I, I, I like them to win this game. There's a stat with the Dolphins that I forget. I know it was on Barstool, but I forget who originally found it. That the Dolphins have won 20 straight games against starting quarterbacks that have an O in their last name. Uh, and Josh Allen does not have an O in his last name. So the Bills are going to win this game. Lions at Vikings. Vikings minus six. I'll take the I'll take the Vikings. Um, they <laughs> completely let me down. Like I thought the Vikings were good. You took Only Monday Night Kirk. You took Monday Night yeah, Football Kirk Cousins. I did. I know when I said it. And the two other locks that I said were so insane ended up being easy money. Um, yeah, I'll take the the, the Vikings. What a hell, Kirk. The Eagles aren't that good. You should have made it a game at least. Jeez. <laughs> well, I mean, look, it is 1 p.m. Kirk. That's the best Kirk Cousins this week. Voted 1 p.m. Kirk all day. Yeah, I'm taking the Vikings. Josh? I'll just take the uh, Vikings. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking the Vikings. I think, honestly, this would have been my lock of the week because the Lions, yes, they're winning a game, but, like, come on. <laughs> It's no. the Vikings. I know they just look like shit, but they also don't have the defense that Philly does. We'll see. Uh, next game, Ravens at Patriots. Ravens are minus three. Uh, I'll take the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens win last week. They did not. Sorry. No, I'm saying if they, if they do, this would have been crazy. They would have been like eight point favorites. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, there are so many fucking good lines. God damn it! This yeah, is a this great is a one. much better. This is you know what we one. should do. And I'm uh, considering no, it, mind. but I, I don't think I'm gonna pull the trigger. I'm I'm considering it. This with the tough. Tom Brady guns. This is tough. No, I'm I'm avoiding Tom Brady this week too. It, oh no! You'll hey. see. You'll see where I go with this. All right. Um. But yeah. But I, yeah. I like. I, I like. I like Baltimore a lot in this game. New England is way too limited offensively. Yeah, Mac Jones sucks. Um, honestly, I apologize to Tom Brady. He's he's better than Mac Jones. <laughs> Mac Jones. Is that's not saying that's not saying much that someone's better than Mac Jones, but yeah, yeah I agree with you. Um, okay, the next game: the Bengals at the Jets. The Bengals minus five. Give me the Bengals minus five lock of the week. Oh, it's Bengals minus five at New York. Yeah, at the Jets. It look, yeah, this is a classic. You got people overreacting because the Bengals are zero and two, and you also have people overreacting because the Jets just won. Right? If the Jets don't win last week, this line is two or three points bigger, and the Jets shouldn't have won last week. So I, I like Cincinnati. Cincinnati feels like they're in a must-win territory here. Right? They can't go zero and three because if they go zero and three. They got the Dolphins coming up, and then the Ravens, and then the Saints. That'd be a pretty yeah. daunting task. You're 0-3. I think you figure it out. I think this is the week they figured it out. Joe Flacco looked the best he's looked in a decade last I mean, week. Did you guys know he passed for 400 yards? Yeah, it's not going to happen or, again. It's it was either 300 for four touchdowns or 400 for three touchdowns. Yeah, and it's not going to happen again. And that's the thing. It's like these veteran that was insane. These veteran quarterbacks have really good weeks, right? And you're like, oh shit! Like I remember that guy. Like where'd that come from? And, and then the next week, typically they go back to being terrible. I that's my prediction. I like Cincinnati to get their first win here. Yeah, John, I'll let you go. There are a lot of reactive lines this week. Josh, you mentioned it, or one of you mentioned it with 
I don't remember who with the Ravens. I think the Chiefs are kind of a victim of it as well. For comparison, man, the yeah. Niners were 10-point favorites against the Seahawks mm-hmm. after the Seahawks beat the Broncos and the Niners lost to the uh, – yeah. they lose to week one. The Bears. Seahawks, the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Bears. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the Chiefs are five-and-a-half-point favorites coming off a win over the Chargers when the Colts just lost by 24. Um not to say that five and a half is a stupid line. Like, it just seems weird. There's some weird, weird stuff going on. Um, and this is definitely one of them. Like, I, if I still had my lock, I would smack the hell out of the Bengals. We're not going to be terrible forever. We'll get their shit together. Um, and, yeah, this is a perfect week to do it against a team that just got the fakest win of all time. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm going to be honest. Oh, no, never mind. I kind of – oh, shit. All right, anyway, I was going to say I don't really think the line for the Chiefs game would be affected by the – I know we're going back to the Colts game, but I disagree with that in my opinion because I think when you look at it, win or lose, the Colts still fucking lost to the Jags. I mean, this line should have been bigger in my opinion against the Jags. It opened up at like six and a half, seven. No. So. No, no, I agree. I'm just saying like – it, it's crazy to think that the Niners were a ten-point favorite loser playing a winner, and the Chiefs yeah. were a five-point favorite winner playing a loser. Mm-hmm. Do the biggest laughing stock in the league, even though they're definitely not bad now. Not Next bad. game, Eagles at Commanders. Eagles are six and a half point favorites. So this is my underdog of the week. Well, um, knew somebody. The Eagles good. are good. Wait, what is this game? Sorry, you I pay attention, been... you fucker. No, Eagles, I got I got Panthers. work going on too. You, and you have Panthers, Eagles, and uh, and yeah. uh, Commanders. Oh, Commanders! You have Commanders winning. No. Oh yeah, he does. He does. Yeah. Or versus Philly. Okay. I said at or versus Philly. Oh, it's oh, at at, it's at Washington. Okay. God, pay the fuck attention, Josh. All right, I'm paying attention. Carson Wentz revenge game. Yeah, it okay. is the Carson Wentz revenge game. Philly just came out. Is this his first win. time playing? Uh, playing this them is his first time playing Philly, yeah. I could have swore he's played them before. He nope. played one year with the Colts, and he did not play the year. They didn't play Philly last year, so. All right. Yeah. Uh, I you, This was my lock of the week if I could pick uh, anything but a line. Over or under on this, I think, is 47. That's all I'm gonna say. We know you're not yeah. too good at over unders, though. So let's not listen to you. Can we talk you... about how how like crazy the college to NFL development for Jalen Hurts is? Like, well. uh, do you want to credit that to Nick Sirianni, or do you want to credit no. that to Jalen Hurts? I credit it to Jalen. Jalen's gotten get... better every Nick single year Sirianni of his career. Just now showed up. What? He's gotten better every single year of his career. That's the thing. It's like even at Alabama, even when he went to Oklahoma, every year he got a little bit better. And that's all he's done. And let me ask you, would you take Hertz or Tua right now? That's I would tough. take Hertz in a heartbeat. That's, tough. This, that's not tough. I would take Hertz, like as crazy tough. as it is. It's, it's such a weird conversation seeing that this is I mean, like what was Okay, I'm gonna say this. Have you guys seen the video of Jalen or Tua and his throwing motion? Lipped, like making him a right-handed quarterback. 
His arm actually looks good when he throws it. I think it's just because we're not used to seeing that. People are not yet. Yeah, people are not used to seeing a left-handed quarterback. That's why it's not like fun to. It's not like cool to watch. It's like weird to hear see a lefty throw. I don't even think the way he throws looks weird. I just think the way the ball goes looks terrible. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else on that game? No. Oh. Cool. Saints at Panthers. Saints minus three. Saints, baby. I like Saints too. I like the Saints. I think to go this marching is an... into Carolina, and I don't think I think... Matt Rule makes it out of the season. Well, oh shit. Um, can we give me one second? How many seconds do we got to give your ass? Enough to look at the rest of the game. See if it's three and a half, so we can take an underdog. <laughs> no, you can't take the underdog because it's three. Well, your lines suck. Don't cry about exactly. it. I knew I was right. Cry about it. I was just taking Fuck. a pause from cracking heads to see if there's a three and a half line out there somewhere. Oh, there's a three and a half there's... line out there. There's fucking not. Okay, cry about it. There is. Um. All right. Well, wait, game. we gotta use Bovada. We're not using Bovada. Well, let's see what Bovada says. We're not using Bovada. Well, I am, and it's fucking three. God. Dumbass. Dang it. All right. All right. Next game. Afternoon slate now. Jags at Chargers. Chargers minus seven. Underdog of the week, Jags. Damn it! Seven is crazy high for this. I don't know. I like Jacksonville this year. I think that they're actually pretty competent. Doug Peterson. Guys, I hate saying it, but they might get second in the division or maybe win. I didn't want to say win, but the there's a high chance. Yeah. Oh, they should win that division. They look honestly. I they, called it. Who called it? Who they called look, it? They look like the best team in that division, and it doesn't seem close right now. Oh, it doesn't look close at all. Like, the, the other three teams look like anything but absolute shit. They're all horrible. It, this, this yeah. to me, is, like, the most – like, they are going to win that division, it feels like. It feels like, also, that they – and this is crazy to say, but it feels like they have the best quarterback in that division, which – No, 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 no. Don't. What? Dude, that, they all suck, okay? But Who's better on. in that division than Trevor Lawrence? Dude, Matt Ryan. I get oh, Matt Ryan. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You haven't been paying attention, dude. You, you don't watch football. You clearly football. have not watched football this year. You Okay, Matt have... Ryan isn't good. Let me get that right. Okay, let me say that. Okay, the whole fucking division sucks. Yeah, sure. Trevor Lawrence is best. But you want to know what he's ranked? 28th in for what? QBs. And the other three are below in him. What? Overall What's he ranked talent? 28th in? My, my QB rankings? <laughs> Okay, he can't be good. He's 28th in Josh's QB rankings. He can't be good. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, He I'm has not... three touchdowns this year, guys. Yeah, and Matt three. Ryan has, like, seven interceptions already. He's been fucking dr- – look, look what just happened last week when they played each other. Matt Ryan would have had a higher passer rating if he spiked the ball every play than if he did what he did. Like, I, And I like Matt Ryan. <laughs> And I like Matt Ryan. I'm not trying to hate on Matt Ryan. but You know, okay, the only sucks. reason I'm pissed off right now is because I only have one other game for Underdog of the Week, and I fucking hate the pick. Well, sometimes That's you just bullshit. have to live with it. I didn't love my Underdog of the Week pick. I didn't think there was a good one this week. I should have done Jets. I really should have. It's tough, isn't it? Honestly, the best one was the Steelers. It was No, honestly, the best one is Miami. Honestly, is it? I don't think that the Jaguars win this game. I really don't, but... They're probably one of the best teams that are 
capable or available for underdog league. And I am concerned with uh, Herbert. Uh, his ribs, that, that looked like an issue. There were times with his ribs that he was throwing darts, and then there were some plays where he literally couldn't even do the throwing motion. So I'd be interested to see what what he looks like this year. Or uh, this, this week, excuse me. Um, the next I'm afternoon game. I'm just going to wheel the remaining games. The next afternoon game. It seems to be the only one that Josh has left to use. The Rams, okay. the Cardinals, I mean, this is the fair. Rams minus three and a half. Well, fuck me in the ass because this is it. I love Jesus. This, <laughs> this is it. This is the only one. No it's, shit. I've already put it in the in the dock. And I like Give me Cardinals underdog. I, I don't think either of these teams are very good. I'm gonna pick the Rams. I'm picking the Rams, but I have to take Cardinals you underdog. Have to, you, you've, you've got because this is some bullshit. You've gotten stuck with this. Uh, I. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like either of these teams too much. I think they both have regressed since last year. But give me the Rams. I mean, give me the Rams, but shit. Cardinals underdog of the week. I don't think that's ever happened in primetime KC history. <laughs> oh, so. I'm pretty sure I once picked, like, underdog, but then locked the other team. I don't know. No, there's no fucking way you did that. Oh, I just doubled. Any done, whatever. All right, John. Who are you picking? Oh, sorry. Who is it? We're not. We can't say. No, Josh. You. Josh, can't. we told you like twice. I can see what you're doing, dog. I wasn't even on my. I, you guys what can you see that I'm doing? Oh, I'm not playing. I'm not playing that. Uh, I was doing. I was actually doing internship work. My Xbox sure. is just on. What's the game? Uh, it is Rams at Cardinals. Yeah. Okay. Rams. Thank you. I knew that. Yeah. And uh, I'll just say this: this last year was my lock of the year. And I got it right. It's not my lock of the year this year. You remember that, John? I sent you that. Yeah. I said this and is, and I was like, "All right." And then it was a complete blowout. It's like this is my lock of the century. Uh, okay. That's, next game. At least called it These next lines, man, are razor thin. We got the Falcons at the Seahawks. No one will watch this. Seahawks minus one and a half. Don't care. Please throw the fucking ball to Kyle Pitts. Uh, anybody want to add anything? Oh, uh, no, I don't even I care mean, to make a pick. I, I, okay. Uh, next game, 325 as well. well. well can I not pick? Bitch, I just gave you like 10 seconds and you didn't say anything. I have the Falcons. I have the Falcons. Okay, cool. No one cares. Uh, Packers at Buccaneers. Bucks minus one. This is a hard game. I'm going to take the Packers. I'm going to take the Packers. I have, Only because of receiving. I have deluded myself into actually liking the Packers in this game. I shouldn't do that to myself, but I have deluded myself into liking Green Bay in this game. Uh, no no rational reason behind it. Just just a feeling. Okay. Dude, you are going to lose your shit. I know. I'm, it's not one where I'm going to be like, oh, if we lose, I'm going to be like, how the fuck? I'm going to be like, yeah, okay. But you know, it's it's. I have a sports rivalry, sports rivalry with Tom Brady. All right, I can't go into the game saying I'm gonna lose. I can't do it. It, it just ruins the fun of it. I have to think I'm gonna kick his ass just so he can disappoint me yet again. Yeah, um, and then facts. Sunday night football. We've got Jimmy G and the Niners at the Broncos. The 49ers are one and a half point favorites on the road. This. 
this was my lock of the week before I went. What was impulsive. what side were you gonna lock? The 49ers. But I went impulsive. So. Yeah, Nathaniel Hackett looks really bad. <laughs> I yeah, he does. This just I don't know what the case is there. I don't know why. Uh he looks so over his head, over his skis, but my goodness, he does. Uh I don't know. I also think the 49ers are a better football team with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think whatever the reason is, they're they're a better football team with him as their quarterback. It, it lets the other guys do all the work. That's what's good about the Niners. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, I don't get it, but it he just wins. Nobody else that plays quarterback for the 49ers wins except Jimmy. I'm sorry, but Kyle Shanahan's clearly a good coach. Oh, I yeah. do oh. not appreciate people that He's a bad coach. He's a good coach. He's a choker, but he's a good coach. He's a yeah, but his scheme is insane. Like yeah. I've never seen a dude just consistently like Yeah, I mean he turns people in open space. Yeah, he turns like, certified repeat. nobodies into, you know, great yeah. players. I mean, I think that's the big thing is that like he knows how to like first of all, like Debo Samuel is like probably the most effective offensive player in the NFL. Dude, like is insane. Also, like have you seen him block? He's gotta be the best blocking receiver in the history. He, he's he's ridiculous. I'm I'm it, honestly like a, he's worth the money. I think, even if you're worried he's gonna get hurt, he's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like San Francisco here. Tough place to play in prime time, Denver. But yeah, the Broncos. It, it's early, but they don't look any good. They look terrible. Um, the final game of the week, Monday Night Football. It's the Cowboys headed to the Giants. The Giants are one point favorites. I'm going like to the Giants. I like Dallas. Oh, my God. Look. I'm hating on the Giants. It's not hate, okay? The Giants have beaten two pretty shitty football teams. I think we can agree on that. They beat the Titans, who were pretty shitty, and the Panthers, who were also pretty shitty. And, look, they get to play Cooper Rush this week. Next week, they get to play Justin Fields. It's just a bunch of shitty quarterbacks on their schedule. Um, so Are they going to go like five and zero and miss the playoffs? <laughs> Maybe because after because after after this, if they say they start four and zero, they go Green Bay, Baltimore, Jacksonville. They get a few layups. Seahawks, Texans, Lions will be decently tough at the Cowboys, Commanders, Philly at Commanders at Minnesota, Colts Holy at Eagles. They have like the easiest schedule of all time. Yeah, you suck for long enough, you get a pretty easy schedule. <laughs> they could win twelve games. Not even kidding. Twelve? Like, dude, are we gonna? Are we about to see another bet? Are we? I think we should. With that schedule, I would take him. What do you? What's the low? What's nine and a half? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. I'll take over nine and a half. I'll take over nine and a half. Okay, I'll, oh, take, shit. I'll, I'll take under nine and a half. All right, all right, good. How, how, much, a, how much? The Giants always do this to us. It, I don't know why. Their schedule is like, what? How much are we putting on this, boys? 20. Okay, under nine and a half, yeah. I'll do 20. There will be oh, no ties. You know how much I hate this. You know how bad it was when like the game would switch over and it would be the Giants and Daniel Jones would be down by like ten with three minutes left. I'd just be sitting there like, bro, I really bet on these guys. Is that gonna happen again? Like probably, probably. <laughs> Brian Dable's a better coach, but probably. Shoot, they'll Did probably it, get to the seven that you if, guys if bet Saquon's, on two years ago. I think Saquon staying healthy is gonna be a big yeah. factor in that bet. John, it's he's only week. It's only week three. He's he's well, staying healthy so far. 
Well, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that he's insanely good right now. Yeah. Um. All right. What do you guys think? Obviously, next week is a big week for us playing Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. If you don't know the line, what do you think the line is right now on that game? Minus four and a half bucks. Chiefs plus two. Chiefs plus two. Yeah. So you think it's bucks minus two? Yeah, I don't know if the lines changed, but I know it was the bucks were favored coming into the year. It is Chiefs minus two. Oh really? We've moved that four points. I think a lot of that has been Tampa's move to that four points. They scored one offensive touchdown last week. Defensively, though, of course, of course, those cocksuckers are the best defense in the league. Godwin could be back by then, though. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, look. put him on IR, so, like, it'll be interesting because there's, like, could you that game could honestly, you could be missing Julio and Godwin, or you could have them both there. But either way, man, I've deluded myself now into thinking that we're going to kick Tampa's ass. It, it's the I no, Jackson. Do don't say it. Don't do but it. I've deluded myself into not being afraid of Tom Brady, and every time this happens, he humbles me. But I this is a terrible, terrible, terrible mistake. I know, I know, I know. But I've watched him these first two weeks, and there's just nothing about that team that scares me. Well, they're not the team to be scared of. Watch the Bills and tell me you're not pissing. <laughs> the Bills. I didn't even watch them on Monday night. I was just at the gym, and someone said like. Like it's it's like the third quarter. It's like the it, Josh Allen has thirty eight fantasy points. I'm like, what the fuck is the score? They're like thirty four to seven. Like, thirty four to seven. They're was, like the twenty eighteen Chiefs with a good defense. Like they're horrifying. <laughs> For real, bro. It's just the most ridiculous shit. It's like Derrick Henry had like twenty five rushing yards. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, dude. Scary times. Scary. But everyone knew they were going to be really good. Everybody knew Buffalo was going to be really good. We need Von Miller to. Yeah, Von Miller was. Getting Von Miller was just the tip. That that was crazy. That was an overpay, but look, if they win the Super Bowl, it doesn't really matter. I'll give you Buffalo's schedule. You tell me which. If they don't lose to Kansas City, let's say theoretically they beat the Chiefs. You give me the game they lose then, all right? Or just a chance they lose. So they're in. They're at. They're at Miami this week. We, pretty sure we all think they're going to handle that. Okay, no objection. Week four, they're at the Ravens. Could easy. Could be a easy. loss. It's one of their tougher Let's speed ones. Speed this up. <laughs> Pittsburgh at home at Kansas City. Green Bay at home at the Jets. And, Vikings at home. Browns at home and, at Detroit at New England. Jets at home. Dolphins at home at Bears. At Bengals, uh, Patriots at home. Fuck, okay, did they yeah. get that easy of a schedule? Dude, I got them going 17 and 0. Like, straight up. They are 17 and 0 material. John has cursed them. John has given another team the 17 and 0 curse. Oh, no, no. There's no way that me picking another team to go 17 and 0 <sighs> is going to screw me. But the thing is, is that it's fine. Because in this scenario, you said they have to beat the Chiefs. If yeah, it's if they beat I Kansas choose. City, will they lose to anybody it's a game else? I choose for them to lose. If they like, don't I, pull, if they did not pull starters versus the Bears in Week Seventeen or Week Sixteen, I think they might win by a hundred. I okay. Hey, don't be like, dis- disrespecting the Bears like that, man. I will. Okay. I will disrespect the Bears. I'm gonna gloat because they're fucking terrible. We're at this stage in the podcast. Like, I didn't want to yes. go on about this while we were there, but like, uh. Watching the Bills on Monday night, I was like, okay, 
you need to start like throwing away your hope that we're gonna beat the Bills again. Like it if they don't beat us, they messed up. Because they are I, mean, I they're better. They are. Like I But look at last year, John. Look at look at last year how but last, were they quite better? No, no, I'm not talking about them. I'm just saying the two teams in the Super Bowl, We, I think we all kind of consensus-wise agree we're not the best two teams in football. It, shit happens. Uh, I know. I know. And once again, look, shit happens. And, I mean, we have we have Patrick Mahomes, so we're always in the game. But if they don't do it this time, man, they're never going to do it. Because this is their, like, this is when it's happening if they want to. They're, yeah, they're... <laughs> They're positioned to beat the Chiefs pretty... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they kicked our ass. I honestly wouldn't be. Like, they uh, yeah, that's just... what I'm saying. I think there's a legit possibility that we just get ran off. The like, because we're going to the Buffalo game, and you are like... When I was like, oh my god, we're going to get our ass kicked. You're like, nope, nope! You're like, we're going to win! And I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I, I don't quite have that, that feel. I mean, look, we're going to have fun. Oh, we're going to have fun. But... We're probably going to get really, really mad at the Bills mom. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I saw something they, today. I saw something today that was like, if it's Bills-Eagles Super Bowl, like, America cannot handle that. The, the I tail, can't wait the for Bills-Chiefs being at that tailgate. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's going to – I mean, just it, make it a game, boys. Get the offensive line figured out. Like, give Mahomes time to throw, and we yeah. can beat anyone. That's that's the whole thing. I mean, I, that's how we beat them in the playoffs. The, our offensive line gave Mahomes time to throw, and he literally just like rises to the occasion. If, if the factors out of his control are ideal enough, like he's gonna do enough to put you in the every single time, uh, no doubt about it. So that's the thing. And even with how bad we were last year at times, he's still only been blown out like what twice. Yeah. So. We, we don't need to lose our shit, but it could happen. Well, D4 of the week? Yeah, I think it is time for D4 of the week. All right. Yeah, um, I'm going to go with the fact that um, I, I had to come on this podcast today and talk about a Reddit post about um, the social media bios of Royals draftees. Um, look, man... I give I give the D four of the week to just like the Royals front office. This year has been I mean like the season is over. By the time next week we'll be playing like the last game around when we record. This was without a doubt the worst Royals season I can remember. Um, and it, in some ways it feels like maybe we're turning a corner, but another part of me does have to know that it's not always quite so simple. Um, yeah, man. I I really am frustrated that Royals have come to this point. Even as someone in 2017 who knew that a significant get, yeah. drop off was yeah. coming, it's it's incredibly frustrating. Yeah, it, it's come to this. So the entire Royals front office and everyone who makes decisions, you win D four of the week. Your shit pitching and for your stupid draft strategies and the fact that and like 15 of our players would get vaccinated for another team that says something about your culture for sure. it is a bad year um, there's no denying that absolute shit um lost. mine is damn i actually just had and lost it okay i'll go but oh no i got it okay go. mine is mine's nick chubb 
<laughs> what? He he might be the least of that, but he's a part of it. Yeah, it, it, it's Brown's clock management, really. Yeah. Oh uh, uh, God. Ah, uh, it is. I'm gonna go oh John this episode, and I'm gonna go out of sports for my D four of the week. Um, Adam Levine. I don't know if you guys have seen. Oh, that. Yeah. Was, what's that all about? So it's honestly uh, unreal. Adam Levine has. Uh, apparently been cheating on his wife with who they have two kids and a third on the way with uh with this like is she like a young like she's like a young 20 year old supermodel someone i forget her name 24? uh but they have been going back to when she was like 19 um and she leaked the dms on tiktok and some of adam levine's tiktok or some of adam levine's comments or direct message to her this one says it is truly unreal how fucking hot you are like it blows my mind you are 50 times hotter in person, and so am I. And then he says later, I may need to see the booty. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> literally, literally talking like a 17-year-old, bro. Like, it, it's so funny. Okay. But this all crescendos to him asking her if it's okay mm-hmm. that he names his, his soon-to-be son... After her, he wants yeah. to name his son. Uh, Sumner, Sum- Sumner. That that was the name he wanted to use. Yeah, right? and like, he was like, he's like, would it be all? Wife. And they hadn't talked in like years, or I don't know if it'd been years, but it had been a while. And he asked her, he just did DMs her out of any nowhere, and was like, hey, would it be okay if I use this? But I'm also gonna say, uh, there's a little bit of D4 of the week with her as well, um, for trying to play victim in this. That like, she's like, I was young and naive, I didn't know any better. You were an adult, like you were. You knew he was married, like, like as bad as this is for like Adam Levine's the clown here for sure, and like he's embarrassed the shit out of himself. But like this girl at the same time should not be like, being like oh, I exposed him. Like you exposed yourself too. Yeah, a little bit, but like not really. Like it's ninety nine percent Adam Levine, like a major douche. Um, it's like at the end of the day, man. If a if a dude with a net worth of 40 million hits you up what the hell are you yeah. gonna do because i know what i'm doing like no doubt in my mind um so yeah but it's been, but it's I become a huge meme on the, the internet the bills while we were recording this podcast actually tweeted it out uh they let me let me find the exact tweet god damn it how do you type in bills and it doesn't come up what the fuck is wrong with this app there we go okay yeah, they tweeted out, Adam Levine, it is truly unreal how hot you are, like it blows my mind, and it says, watching Josh Allen play football. So it has gotten, it has gotten beyond belief. It has gotten crazy. I saw one that was like, yeah, it was literally like, it's truly unreal, like, how how good Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts are or something. It blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Well, I'm going to say yeah, I mean, I don't have anything else. Uh, we'll be back next week to recap. Hit me up, Adam Levine. My DMs are open. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. All I, right, I, we're I, leaving at I that. Just, I just found I found the girl's Instagram. I'm gonna DM her. Uh, I may need to see the booty. All right. I may need to. I may need to see the booty. <laughs> Who talks? Uh... What forty year old talks like that? I may need to see the booty. All right, we'll we just you. need to end this. We'll catch y'all next week.